How's it going, folks? I'm Marcus. And I'm Rami. And this is the podcast where we try and figure out what this podcast is about. And what we're doing with our lives. And this week, we're going to be talking about Peloton Tread, The Great Migration, and Dyson Wearables. Hope you enjoy the episode. Cheers. Now, yeah. here's no, the tech the stuff we could talk about. Oh, Here, no. I'm going to give you a, I'm going to give you a, what do they call it when it's Choose like Your a, Own Adventure? Choose Your Own Adventure. Here we go. Yeah. We literally was, just went that through Choose Your about? Own Adventure. What's it called? Bandersnatch. Bandersnatch. Here's the Bandersnatch <laughs> of topics for tonight. How much of the Ron Bauer have you had? I can't, I can't. Oh, it's done. That's I a mean, bottle. it's like, there's like an inch Oh, that's in done. No, have you, Have you been to the winery? No. It's lovely. I haven't done all that. That was an open bottle when I came. I'm just being a big man. Okay. No, I've had a, I've had a, a taste of wine. It's, it's been nice. Perched, it's up on a hill. It's right across from where we had the engagement house up there. You're literally like it's up St. Helena, just north of it, oh, and the engagement house. Do you look across one of the knobs and Ron Bauer is right there on the knob. Ah. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, we should do that sometime. It's great. We should we bring me up it. there. Okay. Given it's my favorite wine. It's just saying. Birthday, so turning so 41 next week. Just saying. Uh, okay, Bandersnatch. Peloton Tread, Apple Silicon, The Great Migration, oh. Dyson Wearables. Which oh. of those sounds interesting to you? <laughs> I want to start with the last one. But before that, it did sound like you were giving me multiple choice of like a Jeopardy game. Where I would go, where you'd what, say, "What is what, what is Dyson is, wearables? What is Dyson yeah. wearables? Dyson wearables, as per MKDBHDBDD, it's definitely an April Fool's joke." <laughs> is Dyson wearables announced today? Not a f- April Fool's joke. They have brought out noise cancelling headphones, mm-hmm. not for listening to music, just noise cancelling to take out ambient noise, along with a. Because they make fans, right? Their thing is all you know. They make vacuum cleaners and more recently fans. A air purifying mask, which is a Iron Man esque plastic mask that fits over your face and filters out. It provides ninety seven percent fresh air to your lungs, is what they quote. It's an Don't April know Fool's what that joke. Means. It's an April Fool's joke. There's no way. No, no, no. It's not April Fool's yet. It's April Fool's in two days. Yeah, you don't. That's not how it works. You don't Isn't get to it? like. There's no like. F- there's not a <laughs> window. No, April, April Fool's window. Is a there's day. a fooling, fooling They've window. They really launched this thing. They They're can't. estimating it'll cost about a thousand dollars. That's premium not possible. Product. I saw this thing. It's ridiculous. Have you seen it? Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's, it's no one plastic buying that. And it's got like a little face eye guard, plastic jaw, and uh, noise protection. It's, uh, it's noise cancelling. It's like you're wearing headphones for your ears yeah. over your head, and then you're wearing headphones over your mouth, <laughs> effectively. <laughs> And you, you, you've got two bands, one over your head, one over your mouth. There's no way that's a product. That is an April Fool's joke. I'm put, there's no, that's not possible. I literally so, did a double take and thought, oh, you got me. I almost think that's a real product. That's I a concept from a university. No way. You think it's not real at all? Are you serious? No you think it's not real? I really think there's no way. That, you think it's just that, for like hype and like it's marketing? A, total, it's, that is a university industrial design project gone wrong. There's yeah. no way that's a real thing. It Well... When I saw it, I was like, great one, kind of two years too late. We could have done with this a little bit back when people were... But it doesn't... It filters pollens and, you know, I mean, it's not even... It's a fan on your face with a, with a small little HEPA filter on it. Like, Give it's me the not, use case. Who's walking around with headphones and... It's not even optional. It's combined. So you can't even have just the fan, right? It's The whole thing is one unit. Who's walking around needing to be in dead silence outside to avoid... Holland it does other- make me remember being on BART before COVID, though. I wanted that. 
I feel like I feel like I was more likely to buy that pre-COVID when I was on Bart and I wanted no one to talk to me and I was in someone's armpit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I hear you for the, the the duration of the 10 minutes or 15, however long you're actually 45 in 45 minutes, yeah. But you're Under taking that bay. off and carrying around this awkward mask headset. I think you're a picture. It's not like 20 kilos. You know, I mean, you don't put it, it on. You're like, like you're 20. Like really uncle. Fuck, it's, this is it's heavy. Like, it's like from the 1950s, the thing that kind of rejigs your your jaw and your bone structure. It's what you get after surgery. It's like the kind of Lecter mask. Yeah, you, no, it's not what's that. What's the use case? It's literally that public transport's the use case. Who's got noise cancelling and purifying? I think it's just for Bart. I don't even think it's for like... I <laughs> think it's like they called it Dyson Bart. I think that's the product. <laughs> the marketing name. department went, mm, it's a bit mm. niche. Can we just uh, diversify? Well, if we charge a thousand dollars each, okay, great, that'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> great. We only need to sell, you know, the people. population of San Francisco. <laughs> Can't be a real product. I think it might be. Next question: Peloton okay. tread. So, do you are you up to speed on Peloton tread drama? I mean, I feel like the drama was a little while ago, right? People, kids, something, people got yes. hurt. They had to do All a recall, that. not well designed, a bit awkward. Yes. I feel like failing on a treadmill, that a design that's been pretty stabilized for many generations is real. It's a pretty big fail. I think when, you know, let's not reinvent the wheel or reinvent the bicycle. When I feel like when they did that, they kind of... They they won already with the bicycle, so they were like, let's reinvent the treadmill. But they didn't uh, reinvent the bike. They just slapped the screen on the bike, in fairness. So the bike is still the same mechanic, right? It's the same, like everything else is out there. Whereas the treadmill, they've gone, what we're going to do is we're going to raise it, we're going to give it a different thing, and we're going to create potential hazard that's net new. I'm like, yeah. why did you? Not I don't know if that's true. So, so there's two things. So they go. they brought out like a Tread Pro or something. Like their premium product was like four and a half grand. You needed 240 volts to power it. So, like in your regular yeah. house or apartment, you need to get an electrician in to do some fancy wiring to be able Poor to power Bonnie. it. Bonnie. Uh, Bonnie I guess in. if you're paying four and a half grand for it, you you can get someone in to to do that. Um, but their main problem was. They had some recalls, but more importantly, some serious injuries. There was a child killed. Uh, they got sucked under it, like nasty, nasty stuff. Uh, but they had already announced their lower tier tread and said, even when that had happened, they said, we're bringing the tread out. And everyone went, yay. And then all these bad things happened. They went, oh. Um, so they've delayed it. They've had some quality issues. They've never, they, you know, they, they released it and they didn't get safety certification because it was still problems. Anyway. They've announced today or yesterday that they're bringing out the trade and it's going to be like two grand uh, and it runs 115 volt or 110 volts. It'll run your house. Much smaller. Uh, yeah. It's just a treadmill with a screen. Safer? Thoughts? Safer. Is this the, so, so I suppose we want to, I, I guess there's assumed context. Just, just in case everyone's not up to speed, Peloton rocketed during covid i mean how much like 5x in valuation Close. uh crazy money it went up it went up i think more like anyway crazy amounts uh massive investments in r&d massive investments in production they they i think they spent something like 500 million on production facilities uh, in the us to be able to create the amount of bicycles that they predicted people would need based on how many people ordered them from march of 20 <laughs> 2020 to like july of 2020 they're like if this line is linear which we're assuming it is for the next 10 years you know classic torpedo then we're going to need 15 billion bicycles (laughs) so they went into mass production mode possibly go wrong 
Yeah, we're going to look. Every yeah. house is going to have two or three of them. This is yeah. what we're seeing from the line. Look this at it. Dot, it. dot, 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 dot. Um, <laughs> and then. And then COVID ended and people went out to kind of open their doors and were like, actually, you know what? My bike's a bit crap compared to going for a walk. <laughs> just, just kind of uh, or actually, I might go for a cycle, yeah. including yeah. mine, which I haven't used for a year now. Like I was yeah. ahead of the curve on that. Early adopter, we keep coming back to this. I've been an early adopter and not using my Peloton since I bought it. Uh, and <laughs> it, it's not even in my garage. It's outside. It's got a rain cover on it. Out. I don't even know if it works anymore. <laughs> Uh, That's right. You were, you were pitching me on putting mine outside. And I was all in on it. When I got the Peloton, I was like, this is life changing. Get the Peloton. It's going to be amazing. Put Did 70 outside. rides on it and then put it outside. Put so, it outside to pasture. Um, anyway, that's the context here mm. is that uh, since then, share price dropped 80%. Um, founder CEO left. Gone. Uh, new CEO took a haircut on it, said, oh, yeah, we made the wrong decisions and has just released the tread. Also stopped production. Everything. Yeah. Like it laid, was, off it was 20, proper... laid off 2,800 people. People aren't like employees are not happy. They were on a they were on a rocket ship that suddenly crashed down. Things like proper that. Proper cataclysmic thing. I'll tell you one thing before I get into my, my discuss. Um, you can tell the vibe changed from Jess King's MO in the lessons. Oh, I miss her. What's she doing now? I'm is she you, not, is she not being King. inspirational? Just nowhere near as inspirational as oh. she's not at her best. She's they not living Jess. her life. Yeah, they broke it. You can tell the instructor's not as motivated. You can tell this really? because they're, they're just not there. Yeah. When was the last I, time you took a ride? Be honest. Last yesterday. time ride? Yesterday. yesterday? Yeah, yeah, yesterday. I can check on the app, you know. I can actually check right Have now and see you if you did it right, right yesterday. Now. Check right um, now. I'll take you at face value no, here. No, but if no, it's, no, no, no. I will put up in the edit if it's true or not. How about that? It, it, it's not yesterday, it's the day before, but it's like oh, this, it's here this week. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yesterday was a run. The day before was a, was a peloton. Uh, and I genuinely thought to myself, she's phoning it in. She's phoning it in. She's just yeah. not there. She's not there. She's doing They were making own. savage money. She probably still is. Those instructors were making celebrity money. They became money, superstars. You know? Total celebrity. Yeah. I mean, Cody went on Dancing with the Stars. Like That's he's right. That's celeb. right. Like all around. He was doing his stuff from the studio in LA. Like he's a celeb, period. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Right. Tread. Um, I can see it. I'm not sure it's going to do the same thing as the bike. The bike thing has a very different way of creating like energy and motion and the class of the bike. You don't have the same concept of like a treadmill class. The only one that's close is Barry's Bootcamp. So you look for analogies, right? Peloton basically took spin, soul cycle, and flipped it. No one had established the model of right. a, tr- a running soul cycle. The closest you've got is Barry's, and Barry's is not that. Barry's is like get off and do this thing and come back. So right. if they. Yeah, and it's it, the the cycle. The running part is not very novel. It's, Do you think you, maybe a sprint. rowing machine might have been the next bet instead of a runner? Well, there's a really strong like Apple of rowing machines that's there, right? The water one that's beautiful, and I wouldn't. But I would it's have not connected. That water one's not. Connected. I would have imagined they they should have bought them up and connected it. They should have done that right. story. I feel like the rowing machines are the footprint is too hard. Like they should have either mirrored footprint. or no, no, no. You can flip it down from the wall. The rower's nice. The rower's easy. <laughs> you can flip it, it, is. it, but when it's down, it's a, it's still got to be out. You, can you fold just it. need it to be down to exercise and put it back up again. Like yeah, but you need the space to exercise. It's it's like the it's like tonal. So I love I, tonal is the one I'm actually looking at. Going maybe that would have been a because I'm really into. I had a go at the idea of yeah. the dynamic so t- auto adjusting trend. That is brilliant. so. What what's tonal? Tonal is a smart connected wall mounted gym effectively 
that as magnetic based friction for programmable weights so it's effectively cables that you can move up it's almost traditional cable that's mounted to the wall on the system it's a giant for, it's a for, giant screen with adjustable weights based on with with ca- uh, cable weights that are all magnetic based that will they'll sense your muscle and they'll have all the sorts of so you can essentially do whatever you need to do you can do your yep. barbells you can do your dumbbells you can do it lying mm-hmm. down you can do it standing up the, the kind of standard gym set but the fact that it'll sense your pressure and it can adjust depending on where you are in the cycle. So if you want to do hyperbolics and you want to kind of you know push to the top of the cycle, it was really really novel. And trying it out, you can really see where you don't have to think at all about what weight I should be doing to get whatever outcome I'm after. I'm selling it not having actually used it or bought it. Yeah, no, no, but but, you but, do, but like you as do a delta, yeah. I really yeah. thought there's something 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 novel. Still, I think you know motivation and needing to get out and. You need to actually, you know, go to the gym and have someone responsible for you, and so on is, is part of the challenge. But do you think uh, do you think Apple is just going to win the fitness battle, or do you think ultimately are they? I don't know. You, I, it's, so here, I'll. They came out with a Peloton type fitness thing. They've got they've got yoga and and uh, they've got Apple Fitness, which is like the studio of content for fitness in general. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah, and they've got it also synced to your Apple Watch. Lots of people have Apple Watches. Massive. Yeah. I mean the barrier the the barrier to entry ironically for Apple Fitness is lower than any of these other companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got you've got an Apple Watch 500 bucks or less 325 or whatever it is for the for the SE version. That's just that's uh, interesting. And then you then you've access to a $19 a month subscription to fitness. It's just not as interesting because it's not Isn't just it? Well, in time, well, you don't you don't like so two years from now. Story. Two yeah. years from now. Is there a Peloton tonal blast story, or is it all just platform? Is it just Apple won that one subscription service? Um, I think you need the hardware. You need the hardware, whatever it is, whether it's the in-house tread, in-house bike, in-house row, or weights. Hardware is a key part of it, and there's something a little bit ungratifying about just having your own hardware that's totally disconnected from the screen. So a lot of the newer hybrid ones are where it's doing detection, of your hardware or hardware that you buy so it's a bit it's like a hybrid model yeah it's a thing i get but, it it's a but, premium but, service but yeah. yeah but i kind of feel like so it's it's really really funny asking because today i was chatting with the former cpo of i want to say fit lab or fit plan and they got bought by fit lab i think that's the story and fit lab looks like it's basically a conglomerate of all of these startups and subscriptions and fit plan was a startup that was doing celebrity based influencer fitness subscription story and they were amazing. Like it was a two-sided mm-hmm. marketplace, but the influencer celebs, LA-based, as you can imagine, you should just check out the site, is mm-hmm. like glorious looking. And it was he was running me through like the data, the stats, and what they needed to get up to and what the retention models look like and what the aha moments are and when they convert, when people, you know, to... I'm not going to give the numbers away. Yeah. Um, but I was looking through this thing going, <clears throat> how is this not how is this not eaten up by Apple? How aren't all right. the celeb like influencers sitting on that platform and that's the dominant platform. Yeah, well, it does okay, feel like the next thing. I think that's that's clear. But and an acquisition. Do you think, I mean, I mean, I was, you know, I uh, beautifully timed the Peloton uh, shares. I never get this right, so it's okay to say I got it right one time. Cause, so historically, terrible at buying stocks and selling stocks at the right time. However, I bought Peloton the day before the CEO and I bought a good chunk of Peloton the day before CEO announced he was stepping down. CEO would never have allowed Peloton to be acquired. Uh, and they have a new CEO. And the share price went back up like 25%. Just 
two days in the in those following days. Also um, tanked a little bit. Did you get off at the top? No, it's not. A, I'm still up. I'm still just waiting for an accuracy. Like that's the play. That was genuinely the play. It was always it's down eighty percent. Hold for an acquisition, and that's what I'm hoping for. You're waiting for an acquisition. Yeah. Who's going to buy? I don't know. Apple. I mean, Apple's it's not a. It's not a software play. Like it's not like. Um, uh, it would be very easy to bring into their ecosystem. When was the last time? So Mirror bought Amazon, by Lulu. Amazon could buy Peloton. Google Amazon. could buy Peloton. Google bought Fitbit. Like it's really, no, it's a very different play. Fitbit's a, like this is this is ops, right? The people that drop off Peloton, like it's fitness, very fitness real data. Estate. Oh, it's huh? very valuable. It's not fitness. Da- it's not just the data. It's just actually operating it. Who's going to invest? Like Fitbit is not the same as. Yeah, I'm trying to think through it. Uh, so Mirror is the closest one that I remember, that I know of where they did. So Lulu bought it because there's a nice kind of correlation. It's lightweight. Lulu? It's Lululemon bought Mirror. Mirror is basically pure fitness exercise. That's of course, you quite, know about Lululemon. Yeah. Quite literally. Quite like also, I know more about Mirror than Lulu. So <laughs> like Mirror is the kind of tonal but without the weights bit. It's just the fitness exercises. I remember. Through a mirror, and you're watching yeah, them, you and you can kind of see yourself, or an avatar that does the exercises, and you do it with them, it's and all that really, stuff. Yeah. It's a really nice UI. Got like the actual design is is beautifully done, and it's a pseudo translucent kind of story. It's a mirror with a screen behind it, so it actually looks futuristic and beautiful, mm-hmm. really clean. You don't need that much space other than to bob around. Their their kind of story is content with a bit of UI, and that's where I kind of see that threat. So Lulu got them in, and I don't know what they're going to do. But if you're buying Peloton, you're buying distribution you're buying real estate of the shops mm-hmm. you're buying like the ops yeah. to get it to people's houses and to repair that is not that's not apple's play it's definitely not google's play maybe it's an amazon story maybe it's more like a nike slash someone in fitness who wants to double down on it so a la lulu with mirror but it's not a tech company play i don't know i think that data is super valuable though yeah, i think it might be worth the hardship of the hardware to get the data you've already getting the, you're already getting the data you've got apple watches connected everywhere Everyone's yeah, got an Apple, Apple Watch is connecting, an Apple, is connecting an Apple Watch already to Peloton. I, I don't know. I, I don't know what that looks like. I, I, for what it's worth, now we can't talk about Peloton at all. You have to cut this whole thing out because you've now disclosed your uh, stakeholder. This whole thing is a pump and dump is what's happening right now. This whole show <laughs> this whole show is Peloton's amazing. You guys should go buy it. Marcus is going to dump the day after. Yeah. I've been singing their praises ever since I put it outside my garage for the last year. <laughs> Peloton's the future. I've always you're, said that. You're basically a Peloton bro, is what you are. That's next, what's happening right now. Next topic, Apple okay. Silicon or the Great Migration. Can I just say one thing on Peloton though? Is yes. I remember the Peloton store next to the SoulCycle store at Stanford Shopping Center. Stanford you were Mall. a big SoulCycler pre-COVID. I was, and I would SoulCycle pretty consistently. Because it was just, it's a great community thing. It's like the nightclub for Gen Z, but you're getting fit, right? Just as loud, just as painful, just as sweaty, I think, just as cultish. I think nightclubs are less cultish than SoulCycle. Maybe. You joined a cult. No, only because I, I had to blow out a candle was it at all a cult. Some point is there a time. candle? Is there a blowing out of a candle? Do you not know this? The soul. No, cycles? I never went. I never went to Soul Cycle, and I'm proud you of it. Have missed out, and I'm going to take you to Soul Cycle because no. It, tell you me about noticed, the candle. You tell know me about the, the candle. There's a at some point in time, depending on which instructor, they bring out a candle to you, you, so maybe by like the third by the bridge by the third act, they kind of put on this grind music, and you're grinding up this hill, and everything's just quieter, and then struck, and you just you grind, you're almost at the top of this thing. And the instructor comes around and starts going one person by one person. Just puts this candle out and it's like, give it your last breath and show me you've still got something in you. And you have to blow this candle out while you're sweat, dripping sweat. And you're struggling 
the shit to get up this hill and there's a candle in your face and you're like that seems dangerous i don't want hot wax right it's just it is anyway it's a bit it's very spiritual you loved it though admit it you loved it it's dark it's fluoro i did i went to one in vegas and it's cool it's just it's great i want to try it but i would worry that i might die because I can't no. not push myself as hard as possible. Barry's, you might die. Soul, you can soul, you can deal with it. There's a very direct correlation. One last thing on this whole that genre, that two things. One is there's a direct correlation between the decibels and the um, playlist and what generation, what demographic they're aiming for. Where like Orange Theory is at least like 20 dB softer and it's like the 90s, whereas Barry's and Soul is right up there and it's more, you know, the whole it's- thing. Um, and you know they do live DJs and stuff, but I like I remember I don't know what timing it was, but it would mean you know three four years before any of the Peloton kind of you know spike pre pandemic where I remember that shop and it was next to Seoul and I'm going who's buying a fitness bike who's buying a bike right now like I don't care what screen it has and the yeah. picture at the time used to be it takes you through the mountains or whatever right yeah it was you could ride, ride any ride it's actual footage of your no. yeah yeah you're like i don't need yeah. to ride through the pyrenees from my home I, it, like that's not really a thing it blew my mind that this was anyone was pitching this and it felt like one of the beta shops right it was like a right experiment for years i'll be walking past this thing next to soul cycle and like those little stores that get lost like you're like like those catalogs you get on airplanes where it's like you can buy a foot cozy warmer that has a comb in it or something total boffin inventory gimmicky thing yet they had some budget and i'm looking at it going how did this thing and was it peloton it was peloton it was was peloton right next to the soul cycle in the store right and now it's grown it's around the corner the whole thing and tonal actually has the exact footprint the exact place where 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 it's a um, startup site it's, it's a white combinator thing it's, all it's, it's there's like a fitness <laughs> it's, it's the mom there's a fitness corner and i i remember just thinking that's not possible and then COVID happened and sure enough a peloton rolls up it was so head. obvious when i saw it was so obvious post i mean when COVID hit like yeah. when the share price rocketed you were like shit obviously uh when i first saw a peloton there was something different about it though there was something from a design aesthetic point of view there was something yeah. desirable yeah. about it it didn't it was like it was like a it was a flex if the you pla- had that in your living it was the first time you see an exercise bike that you could actually put in the middle of your living room and it would be a flex but not but just a you know the, the playbook was it's the nest playbook it's taken an unloved thing from a while ago and reinvented from an aesthetic right. and i looked at it and went totally understand it not worth four grand or whatever it was don't see any point because exercise bikes are from the 70s and they're naff and then sure enough and they're like a cliche of everyone buys an exercise bike and never use it it's like a clothes hanger you're you're correct correct a a clothes horse like that that was like the example it's like oh exercise bike clothes horse but and then it's like everybody's buying them but if it wasn't for this connecting you if it wasn't for the social layer and if it wasn't for the fitness for the instructors you wouldn't have bought it and put it in your yeah, house. Yeah, that's you exactly. Buy it it was the, the gamification of it. They no, of course. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. That's, the, that's what I'm came. saying. It was. It was. They did a fantastic it, job, it, of of. You fell in love with celebrities. They felt attainable. They yeah. shout your name out sometimes. Yeah. How cool yeah. is that? The call outs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like. But, but, that's but a winner. it worked because they got Soul Cycle to work. Like that model worked. They essentially reinvented spin from the 90s to make it cool. Yeah. Spin in the 90s was naff. And you're like, how many twists to the right? What am I doing? What's going on? Wow, and I don't I'm believe exhausted. he's doing the same twist as me. And am yeah. I getting the benefit of Am I getting he his, says it's easier, exactly right. but it's not. Yeah. This is not yeah. a workout. It's not working out. It was yeah. not dark. It was well lit. There was no disco. It just wasn't cool. Reinvented it, rebranded it, 32 bucks a pop. And then Peloton went, ah, oh, damn, we just need to make that distributed. 
that wasn't genius. That was that was the yeah, scale. smart. And yeah, then yeah, COVID hit. Boom. Anyway. And um, then surprisingly, it was non-linear in growth after that. It turned out that was just COVID sales. Oh. Anyway, yeah. It's like everything's reverted to the main. Not even. Yeah. It's worse, I mean, isn't it? Yeah, like I think, you know, a lot of this is on, I get annoyed with valuations, you know? Like we learned this at business school, right? The the torpedo, where if you've got you know thirty percent growth this quarter, uh, they'll they'll put thirty percent growth in for every quarter into you know into annuity, and then suddenly you're like I only got twenty five percent growth, and it's like you lose sixty percent share value. God. Like it's, it's just it's just so nonsense. Like, it's like but but that wasn't this wasn't a torpedo session, right? This was no, the, I know this was multiples. This was, no, this no, they, they were spending multiples. a lot of money yeah. on, to produce a lot of products that a lot of people didn't need. But, yeah. but not just Peloton. I mean, this whole cycle of whatever it is, the top 80 tech, you know, losing yeah. 70, 80, you know, between 40 and 80%. because the entire, entire share of the market was in tech. Yeah. Like people who usually invested in Johnson & Johnson and Chevron were in tech. Like yeah. that's, they, yeah. they needed their money somewhere. Yeah. And the, all the multiples are shot. Anyway, uh Great migration. And yeah, you want to hear Apple about that? Apple Silicon. What's the Apple well, Silicon? Well, your options are no. Yeah, we've done Peloton, we've done Dyson wearables, we've got Apple Silicon or the Great Migration. Migration. Apple Silicon sounds naff. Naff. I know you hate it. I love hardware. You hate hardware. Yeah. The well, Great no, Migration. Like, yeah. Okay. What's the what Great Migration? The Great Migration. Something like geese north to south. It is. It is part of the Great Resignation, but mm. it's. It's an article in the Wall Street Journal today. And tech jobs, net new tech jobs, rose 2x in Miami and Texas more than California this year. Mm. So new tech, net new jobs in Miami and California went up. Uh, sorry, net new jobs in Miami and Texas went up over 10,000 this quarter or this month or something some period of time uh and they only went up five thousand in california mm. discuss rocket science isn't it rocket science what do you think's happening there i think it's pretty easy have you looked at the tax rates in those states recently yeah no no i get it tell me about <laughs> yeah. it though i'm pretty yeah. yeah yeah i think that's pretty i mean clearly do, do, a... do, do, the question is though do you think it is net new business in tech do you think that these are people who would have moved to California or would have been in California but have decided to go to Miami or Texas or you think that there are people that probably would like are these like investment bankers that went into tech instead in Miami or are they people who would have been in California in Silicon Valley like is this the great migration or is this the decentralization of technology um, I don't know what the actual net numbers are but for sure there is a huge movement last year when Suarez Miami mayor responded to Dillian's uh, VC Silicon Valley kind of we want to come to Miami and he said how can I help and that became the bumper sticker and within 12 months was it last year the year before within 12 months yeah. you literally have a migration yeah. of Bay Area VC tech startups everyone going out to Miami and then moving to Tampa and Orlando and the whole thing crypto center etc but it's really hard to avoid the tax rates and the benefits that everyone was chasing there. Miami's cool, but no one from tech is going there to have the lifestyle. They're going there to do the startup thing and to grind it out. So I'm not sure they're going there for the water and the yachts, although that ends up being a nice distraction. Sure. I think of a bottom line, there's a dollar incentive to be out there. And 
kind of cheaper, but it's not really that much cheaper. So I think it's direct incentivization. So there's definitely a migration from Bay Area out there. I don't know net numbers, and I think there's like a, they're returning is the the general story, especially with all the RTOs in in kind of broad Bay Area piece. Um, same with Austin. Austin has both the com the we moved out there for startups and we created the VC center and we got out because it's cheaper, definitely because it's cheaper and the tax rates are much better. Uh, and they also had, a, um, unlike Miami, I think there's much more of a tech center story there. I. But are, are the VC bang, dollars bang there though or do they still have to come up here to get real funding? Like well, is it VCs, like... I, don't know the exact, I clearly don't know the exact numbers, but I think VC has started distributing pretty well. I think the VC numbers have started distributing around. Um, and any VC because that's like, the indicator office. for me. Like I, I'm like I'm all in. I'm all in for look. This is a startup hub. London's a startup hub. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Where where's the VC money though? Oh yeah, no, yeah. you have to go. Like you, yeah, you like, still have yeah. to fly the Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think no one's not going to have an office in the Bay Area. I think the question is whether you open up an office. And I'm pretty sure they're all they've all got their satellite offices in Austin and, and Miami. But or who's down flying. there? What partners are down there and stuff? Like, yeah, like yeah. I feel like still, if you're still serious, you probably have to be here, right? Yeah, right? yeah. You hope so. I don't know. I think there's a there's a pretty. So the numbers are clearly net negative on California, but then there's some definite revival now with RTOs and other things. So you're seeing the migration back. Anecdotally, you're definitely seeing that, but there is a sense of permanence about moving. Even New York, there's a pretty consistent kind of get out of SF for all of the yeah. governance reasons, violence reasons, homelessness reasons, all of that stuff. And SF is- it's all created a sense of the network that I came here for and the, and the tech kind of forwardness is gone. What I can't tell is how much that is just part of the classic SF cycle. Like California SF, this whole thing is so decentralized and deregulated that it's all about, you know, it's the nine lives of SF. That just keeps but it was reinventing never really itself. about SF. SF was always about culture and and well, hippies and soft, like, and it kind of SF. bled into. No, it bled into SF. It was Silicon Valley was separate from SF. Yeah, I'm with you. And but like this last, there. this last round post the bubble, it was all SF. This right? last fifteen, ten years. This last ten years has made everyone wanted to move from South Bay to San Francisco. Yeah, I, nice. I was in San Francisco two weeks ago. I was just a doctor's appointment. I was in the city for whatever. I was in the city two weeks ago, and. I forgot how much it smells. Yeah. There's a, there's an, and I'm not, I'm not just being belligerent. There's a unique SF smell. Maybe you don't know it being down south. I mean, did you know? I, I do you know in, what I'm in, talking about? In the city, I mean, the, yeah, I think most downtowns have a smell about them. It's part sewage, part bart, no. part like. What's it the smells smell? like uh, dirty laundry. Just damp. No. No, it smells like humans. It smells like bodies. Yeah, okay. Like human body laundry. Like a gym which, gear. Which parts? Were you downtown? Yeah, I was in the financial district, down yeah. by the office. Yeah, the, the So, like, the, there, there's a distinct smell that you know you get there as you're coming out of BART, up the escalator, yeah. into the street. I'm not talking about underground. Yeah, as yeah. you get into the street, there's a smell in SF. And it was a rainy day. It was raining. And usually on rainy days, it smells less in San Francisco. But San Francisco stinks. <laughs> Can I? I don't know. Am I going to have to cut this out? But it does. No, I mean, it's, it's true. No, no, no. I, I think it's well established, both politically and like lifestyle and literal stink i think it's pretty consistent i mean there are human feces maps you can have a look around it's it is well it's broken it's so broken broken. it's so broken i mean that is very consistent theme Uh, yeah and like the governance is broken the district attorney is broken the car windows are very broken by all accounts right the number of car thefts is like through the roof so it's not anecdotal like the stats are pretty clearly broken homelessness is a disaster always has been or 
has been for quite some time. Again, what I don't know, like, you know, London Breed, the mayor came out three, four weeks ago going, no, no, that's it. We're finally going to do something about it. I can't quite remember what the trigger was, but it was, it was some, it, it was either, it wasn't Asian violence. It was, it was a homelessness story, something ridiculous. It was, it was like beyond the pale. Or was it the Walgreen thefts? It's just this constant, it just feels like a lawless setup. Have you ever read Dark City or Streets of a Dark City? That SF kind of history of the 60s, 70s, it's an incredible, like, st- oh, takes you through it, that whole passage. No, we were, we read one together as part of Book Club. You yeah. and me and Dave and all that. Was that was it, the one. What was it called? That was the one. That it wasn't one, that Dark one. City, though. It was like, what was it called? Uh, it was about Haight-Ashbury and, like, Janis Joplin and all those. All like, of yeah. that. All of that. All the darkness and all the serial killers and that. And it just feels like it's in another one of those cycles where, like... Crimes rampant, homelessness rampant. No one's doing anything about it. School districts rampant. The the housing policies are a disgrace. Everything's at loggerheads, and everyone's bailing. It it feels like one of those cycles. But I can't can't find it just here. But yeah, I I read that book with you. Not, I was in the not, book club at that yeah, stage. Not Tale of Two Cities. I, I love that book because it just it was so visceral yeah. as like a. It felt like the city had a character, and it felt like it had a very dark underbelly for as its core. And every time I roll into the city from the north or from the south, I have that it roll because it's a peninsula. You're a thumb. You're kind of trapped on this seven by seven grit, and it's you're so inward looking. You can do anything here that you, you, you can't run away. No one can get back in, and it feels like you're at the edge of the earth. I don't know. There's something psychological for me. About it that. always like, reminds me of my my sister coming over. She had this romantic idea about the U.S. Uh, we'd been we'd been to New York on a shopping trip like 20 years ago as a family um like it was a big thing a big event that we we went like for new year's eve you know a long time ago and we did the whole Saks fifth avenue and walked around looked at all the shops so when i moved to san francisco dawn was really keen to visit and she came and there's you know in union square uh you know there's like the apple stores and nike and Saks. but you want to go to Saks and Saks on Saks here they've got a Saks fifth avenue but in union square um it's a double door system. So you go in one set of double doors and there's another, you know, there's like that, you know, you go in double doors, yeah. then another double doors and then you're in. And she, uh, <laughs> she opened a double door straight into someone who was squatting down and taking a dump in the lobby. She literally opened the door and looked straight into the rear end of this person <laughs> And she literally just closed the door and came straight home to me and she was just like, I'm never going into town again. It's like, it's terrible. It's just it's the worst. She what? Like, I feel like that. that's, that's I mean, San Francisco, right? Downtown. For me, San Francisco is not downtown. It's just not, I would never go. Just, there's no point because I don't the work fact there. That Union Square is the nearest. The greatest irony is nearest next to the Tenderloin. Dang, the Tenderloin. It's yeah, like you're, most, if you turn left coming out, you could get, you know, it, robbed. If you turn you, right, you go to the Nike store. You, you know? literally like, send send the tour, tourist a block away from the, it's the greatest irony. It's the most ridiculous, like yeah. unfortunate setup. For me, that entire sector, civic, the whole thing is a, a no-go, B, it's not SF for me. Like for me, SF is much more Pack Heights, Presidio, go out to the park, even, you know, uh, North Beach. Like for me, that's... But surely the financial hub, surely where all the technology is, is where, like, that's where everyone who works in all these tech companies is. Google, Facebook, nah, you know. I mean, yeah, ish. Even then. I mean, it is. They're in our building. Same building as me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they yeah. see I mean, what I got, see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a time where I was getting the train in for 
for about a year, I was getting the train at about, I was getting the 5, 12 a.m. train um, into the city. And that the, tr- the the trouble with that train was the good, the upside was I got a seat in. Nobody was getting that train. Uh, the downside was when I got in there, it was before the cleaning crews had cleaned up all the syringes. Oh, and God. you just see how many syringes are in the subway. Jesus. And like you'd be, I would, I would literally not, put my hand on the escalator because I had a few like once or twice a few close ones where I was about to touch the escalator and there were syringes just lying on there where they'd toss them over the side like it is it is jarring the problem here and they're all the same syringes are the free ones that they give out because there's a massive problem here and they don't want people sharing needles and I totally get it and there's a massive cleaning crew comes in sometime between 5.40 when I would land in San Francisco <laughs> and, you know, the usual time for most people, which is like 6.30 or whatever. There's a crew comes in and picks all that up. Great effort. However, when you get the 5.12 a.m. train and you land in the city, you see all of that. You and don't get the just, benefit of the terrible. It's a it's disaster. Terrible. It's a yeah. outright disaster. It's really... A, I'm, it, as a expat and relatively new and so on, I don't feel in a position to claim you know i can't get on the high horse or feel outraged it's not my thing that's gone no, so i'm not outraged it's just broken it's clearly i mean broken. i think it's okay to say it's broken it's clearly broken i just don't feel like i don't know whether it was much better or whether it can be better i don't know if this is steady state i don't know whether you should advocate no, but we're not even going there i'm saying i'm saying yeah. and i don't want it to be like take it away so i feel like one of the tech perspectives is not on my doorstep i'm yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. doing great things it, that's not the perspective here the perspective yeah. is like california is one of the most one of the best funded governments like san yeah. francisco surely yeah has got to be well funded yeah uh how can we not fix this what's yeah. what's the plan how yeah. do you fix this yeah i don't know yeah. i feel like maybe it's just a petri dish here and nobody knows what to do but like uh there is no shortage of funds and advocates and champions in tech vc founders right. who are all like on it they're literally right. doing the you know petitions to the referendums to get the da out the referendums to sort out the school districts to get that public housing the the you know um the tax pieces to get money back in to solve the it's very, very real for those who do love it and have been around for a long time and want to stay and want to make it better. I think part of the problem here is that there's so much transience. People peace. You know, too much. Yeah. You know, I only came here for this thing. This is not working out. I'm out to Austin. There's no, yeah. there's no would permanence. There's no one who wants speaking to Speaking of peacing out, would you do it? Like you're like me, we're tied here because of family. Kelly's family's yeah. here. I would do Austin in a heartbeat. Would you? Yeah, I'll, I'll love Austin. I think it's too hot. But that seems really trivial and lame. I'd love Austin. Austin's great. It's got great lower vibes, tax rates, great food, lower tax rates, cheaper in general. Do all the same stuff. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not sure where in the US you'd go after being in this bubble, and it's hard. Like my, I really yeah. like, like the idea of Miami. Always like Miami here. independently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's as much as you dog in it, the smell of the city and and things like that. There is a unique kind of the people here. You know, they're from my. They're the best people I've ever worked with. The people I work with here are definitely like you. You're, you're, there's something infectious and kind of magic about being here. Uh, it's just unfortunately there's some other stuff too. That's right. You know? That's right. Yeah. Like the, the stuff that draws and keeps going is there is a draw and it's self fulfilling because yeah. all the people, the, the sorts, the same sorts of people come and yeah. make it happen for one another. Right. And it's it's unique in the caliber to the point of Asperg, kind of up and down the peninsula. Yeah. But but other than the people and kind of the vibe and the sense of nothing is is what it has to be, and you can reinvent everything, and there is no rule like that is just 
so so pre- to the point of absurdity right like there are some physical limits there are things you can't do you know they're they're, they're kind of yeah um, the rest of the world has kind of done this and, and found out you don't have to re- reinvent it and get it wrong um, but even just like physically you're up to nature up in marin you're you can hike you know any time within 10 minutes you go the conservative movement the preservation movement in the 70s like all of that we're still benefiting from it and yeah. it's real like there's some really beautiful landscape and it's all together and in a way that's enmeshed unlike anything else. you are like where i am i'm a couple of miles from facebook hub from hq of google from everything else south bay around the corner tesla like literally up the road hp down that way you go 15 minutes up the road and you are like in the forest you are mm-hmm. in redwoods right. you're completely removed from society yeah. you roll down the hill back 20 minutes and you're at the core of you know the current economy right right which is such a cyberpunk kind of existence that it's rural back to nature at the same time as being yeah really connected to future yeah um that always gets me oh there's always a place i love to go i love to go to the top of the hill up at windy hill and you show everyone you look across the actual valley you see it see the city berkeley all the way down you can see the spaceship around the corner down in, in kind of cupertino and you can see around to netflix and los altos you can point at like Fremont and see the Tesla building, Tesla plant. You can see the Tesla HQ at the foothills. It's almost like that intro to Silicon Valley, the TV show, where it's, it's ex- like it pans across. You can exactly, just see that right. you're standing is on the hill here. and in yeah. one shot, and then behind yeah. you, you've got the Pacific Ocean, and you yeah. can point. You, there's the ocean right there. There's Santa Cruz Mountains, <clears> and here's forest, and you're standing like in dead silence, and there's a hawk, and there's some rabbits, and you nice. look and you're pointing at the whole thing, and it's I mean, magic. It's magic. I really oh, yeah, want to come painting. up the Windy Hill anytime, yeah. man. Anytime. Nice. Would you, would you go, mate? Would you? Uh, your family's keeping Not, you. Would you? Where else would you go? I would live in New York if if we yeah. weren't if we like. My personality is more New York anyway. Like yeah, yeah. I'm friendly, but I prefer directness, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I would do better in New York. And it's so close to home. It's five hours. I would nip yeah, home. Yeah. I would literally nip home. I would do like a, a three day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the twelve hours just too much. So yeah, I would do New York, no problem. I'd be yeah. happy to do a tech thing in New York. <clears throat> but it's Where not in New a York? Would you do it with the family? Yeah, with the key, bring everyone. I mean, no, I'm not obviously bring everyone. Own. You're not going to understand. Yeah, I'm not but gonna like, leave. you asked me, am I going to leave my wife and kids to move? There's no. no desire to move to New York on for no reason. Yeah, heard it here. Heard it here. Everyone, <clears throat> Marcus is leaving his family. No, yeah. I, my, my question <clears throat> is, do you think you could do New York with a family? And at what age? Yeah, uh, no, it's just not a runner. It's never a run. I mean, I would do it now. I would move them now. Otherwise, I would. Okay. We wouldn't have moved to California in the first place. I, would pro- you know, post MBA, I probably would have done, done New York if it was an option. Um, I like and New the, York. The non-runner is specifically that the rest of your family's here. Your Kids, wife's family, Kelly's here. wives, Kelly's sisters, and brothers is here, and we're we're being close to family. The whole point yeah. of moving to the US was for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no point moving out again. Yeah, I think that's the other problem for me is that the you do like US is a bit bicoastal, so you kind of need to be on the coast if you're anywhere else. It's hard. You feel even further away from the rest of the world. Yeah, right. Like California. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm totally get it. I, I, Austin has got me thinking, uh, but it's either SF, uh, Austin, or New York. But it, it, the the seat for me it would be New York, SF, Austin. Yeah. yeah, I'd, I'd yeah. love to do New York as well. I'm just not sure how family it is, and I don't know if I'm like it, I think, I think I've become, suburbs there too. You, you can know, deal like with it. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. But I feel like I've become. It's so much cleaner, and just uh, like I know it sounds crazy, but I was there visiting New York, staying with friends for a while, and I was just like, they were like, yeah. I was like, it's so clean here. They're like, seriously. I was like, yeah, 
It's so clean. Where in like Manhattan? Yeah. Oh, it's still pretty yeah, compared to compared to SF downtown. It's not clean compared to Palo Alto downtown. I'm just gonna. My okay, issue is you, my live, issue is, you live in a VC bubble. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah. do, do you ever remember the uh, Fred Leary? What's his name? Um, no, it's going to come to you. Baz Luhrmann. Do you remember the Baz yeah. Luhrmann song? The, the wear sunscreen. sunscreen? Yeah. yeah. And the line, which is leave on the East Coast once, but leave before, but leave you, before you get too soft. No, leave, yeah, leave on the West Coast once and leave before, you, leave get before too, you get too soft. I'm constantly yeah. thinking of have I become too soft because I genuinely started going, I can't go to, it's too hard and it's too complicated, isn't it? You've got to navigate the traffic and walk and get on the subway and oh, it's, it feels it feels hectic. But San Francisco is like that. You're in you're in but Palo Alto. That, that's what I'm I was talking about Francisco. earlier. I'm, that's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm, yeah, I'm in the burbs. You're in Palo Alto, I'm in, I'm in, which is rural. it's it's like that in San Francisco. Like is in the things I'm talking about with Bart and the hustler getting the yeah, 45 minute yeah, commute in there. Like that's like yeah, that in San Francisco yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the one thing I would say is I remember coming back from Berkeley. Was it Berkeley? Where were we? Yeah. Berkeley. When we came back, we were we did the MBA, we did the exchange program here at Haas. We lived in Berkeley for whatever four months. I remember coming back to London and uh, having to adjust to the bustle, like uh, readjust to like yeah. things move faster in London yeah. than they do in, in San Francisco, and I suspect it's like that in New York too. For sure, things for sure. things happen at two x. You know, everything everything's fast. I, I, I definitely am getting softer. I am, um, and like I'm not even I'm Menlo Park where we don't have street lighting, right? I'm in rural. Like peninsula. Don't it's, give me that. Will you I'm, stop? Telling you, I'm telling Menlo you, I'm Park very soft. It's just a posh part of Palo Alto. Don't very, give me that. It's very soft, man. Yeah, it's oh, very, no we don't have streetlights. It's very redwoods outside. It's very, Come very. On. That's not you. true. Oh, it's true. true. There's no streetlights in Mel- Have it. There's no streetlights. It's very dangerous. Um, it's like unincorporated Menlo Park. And everyone has a Tesla. I mean, come on. That's the unfortunate part. That's the downside. 